Hello and welcome to Ears for Dragon, an Eragon reread podcast. I'm your host, Charlie. I'm Nick. I'm Shan. And Shan's on summary today. Yeah. So we're starting off with the chapter A Warrior and a Healer. Um, the gang reunite with their horses, and Eragon takes some time to heal the arrow wounds that Sephira took in their escape. Um, as soon, basically, as soon as he's finished healing that, they set off again on on horseback to continue with fleeing and escaping from the soldiers because they're only half a league from town. Eragon uh, thinks a lot about elf facts while on this, <laughs> <laughs> while on on um, while fleeing. At dawn, they stop and make some make a little camp. Uh, the elf is still asleep. Murtag reveals that the reason that Aragon was in Gilead after being captured by Urgles is that the Urgles are working with the Empire. Um, this causes Aragon to think a lot about all of the horrible actions that he has seen the Urgles commit and is confused and outraged that the king could have uh, ordered that. Wait, the king's evil? Wait a minute, no way. <laughs> Uh, they discuss Galvortrex's potential political strategies. It's very clear that Murtag knows a lot more about politics than Aragorn does. Mm, that's pretty good. Um, Safira wonders why the Urgles have been being sent south towards, as if they were headed towards the desert, which is something that we have heard in many of the small towns since leaving Carvajal. Uh, but Aragorn is a bit sleepy and he doesn't want to talk or think about that right now. <laughs> Uh, then he discovers that the elf has been heavily tortured and is very, very injured. Uh, and using shared strength from Sephira, he goes through and heals the, the worst of her wounds. Um, by this time, it's about midday because they set, they made camp at dawn. And they set off again, but Murtag is leading Snowfire so that Aragorn can sleep in the saddle after spending his entire rest period healing. Then we are in the next chapter, Water from Sand. They decide once again that they are sticking together with Murtag and discuss which direction they should go to and they discuss what is in each of the cardinal directions from where they are <laughs> and decide that they should try and cut through the Hadarak Desert towards the Boa Mountains because if they were to head directly across the desert they would almost certainly just die on the trip. Oh my god, Boa? <laughs> Um, she, where is she? She's here. <laughs> Aragorn tries to come up with ideas on how they can get water in the desert because between Sephira and the two horses, they will need quite a lot of water mm. on this trip. He attempts to transmute a small speck of dirt into water, um, and the energy cost is so great that he fears that he may be killed whilst doing so. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> Sephira. Tells him how incredibly stupid that is. Uh, he sketches a map of Carvajal and the Palancar Valley in the dirt, then says he doesn't want to speak about it, and then notices that the part of his little map where he had dug the river, there is some moisture there. And he discovers that calling water up through the earth is much, much, much less energy intensive than it was to try and change something into water. And he feels confident that if he works slowly at it and potentially works together with Sephira, they will easily be able to draw enough water out of the desert ground to make it through their trip. Um, and then we're at the next chapter, the Ramia River. Um, they tie the elf to Sephira's underbelly so that she doesn't get saddle sores because she still has not yet woken up. Um, 
They go off the trail to avoid soldiers after a couple of near near misses, and they skirt around some towns in the deep of night before eventually reaching the river. Sephira is really concerned that the elf still hasn't woken up because she has not eaten or drunk in that time period, and although they are beginning to suspect that it may be some kind of elven physiological intentional coma kind of thing they're wondering why hasn't she woken up now that she's out of danger um then they after sleeping they approach the river and discover that they have been quite unlucky and have approached it at possible one of the worst possible points they could have <laughs> where there is a large bend and the water is swift flowing very very wide and very deep and it is so for several miles in either direction so they don't have much of an option in terms of fording it other than having Sephira carry the horses across the water. Oh my god. You may get a little bit of um, an idea of what my opinion is on how I've said that, but it goes surprisingly well, and they do escape the soldiers who are then unable to ford the river because they're in an unfordable part of this river. They continue traveling along, uh, deeply, deeply tired, until eventually they begin to the ground begins to soften and they reach the sands that are the beginning of the Hadarak Desert. Wahoo! And that is the end of our readings for this week. Oh yeah. Yeah, mostly just like... I no, not a lot going on. Plot-wise, not heaps. Plot-wise, not um, heaps. But I think it's kind of... Ref- it's it's nice after how much batshit and sand stuff happened in the last chapter. That's true. Um, but yeah, it's mostly just a very long chase scene. Um, I think it's cool to have, like, a chase scene and there's, like, distinct obstacles. Mm. Um, I think that having a whole chapters for each obstacle is kind of a bit much. Mm-hmm. You know, like in D&D, you've got, uh, I do a skill check and we get through this in maybe 20 minutes. Yeah. Uh, unless it goes really badly, which, <laughs> I guess... I think the water thing went pretty badly. I think, yeah, the, <laughs> the water, water thing, thing goes pretty badly. Yeah, their survival check there was not ideal. The horse thing um, almost the horse goes thing, badly. I'm shocked that that worked. Yeah, um, honestly. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't have too much to say about the warrior and healer chapter because he mostly just spends it healing her. Um, I gotta say, I don't. I have got a little bit to talk about. I got a little yeah. bit to say. I don't like how she's being talked about in these chapters no. at all. Um, it's uh, that is gross. something that I missed during my summary there. I think that I had even written it down. I just forgot to say it. Uh, while Aragon is healing oh. all of her wounds, he is looking at her. Bo- he's trying not to look at her body, supposedly, mm. but he's a teenage boy and um, he's having some thoughts and feelings. And he's like, Sophia, please don't look in my mind right my now. My ears are bright red. You Sophia, don't want to see what's in her heart. Yeah, the like, elf woman's not a woman yet. She's just kind of an object. Yeah, completely. It's gross. Yeah. Um, they won't shut up about how small and soft her body is and like. Well, it's not that they're doing that, it's the, all in it's the narration. narration. It's is like even weirder mm-hmm. like we yeah. get it she's a teeny tiny little frail woman folk it's just mm. ugh. yeah it's and you're bleeding a little bit what? oh, <laughs> oh God, all right God, it's <laughs> fine <laughs> don't eat it i guess yeah. it's your blood you can do whatever you want <laughs> hey bro yeah, you're bleeding a little <laughs> <laughs> get away from me um yeah no i i don't think he figured out about women yet no um 16 year old christopher Pauli. Yeah, homeschool christopher Pauli doesn't know about uh, that women are people yeah no this the, this kind of sucked a little bit 
Um, but apart from that, it's fine. She got mm. tortured so bad. Oh my so god, so bad. badly and so many times. Whips and burned and claw-shaped brand marks. Yeah. What the hell is that about? I like her rebellion tat though. Mm. What is like? Why would anyone get that? Oh my god, what if we got it's matching so... rebellion tats? Oh my god. <laughs> well, then when the baddies catch us, they'll no. be tell we're rebellion. Oh my god, what have we got? Podcast tats. <laughs> Yes, for dragon across the collarbone. No. Big, big, big <laughs> face tattoo. <laughs> Devastate. Devastate. <laughs> Just a big dragon on the cheek. What if we got something really completely unrelated and said, "Oh yeah, that's for my podcast." Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, it's Wait, like... what if we got the fucking um, the symbols for the swords? Oh, <laughs> that's actually cute. Cute. <laughs> Let's let's try get through these chapters in the book first. I think (laughs) before we permanently do it, Um, I like the bit where they show up and Safira greets them with a soft bugle. Yes, very cute. Um, I don't think about her like making a lot of noises because all the like speech we get from her is mental. But like, she's a big animal and she's probably making really funny noises all the time. Yeah, she's a big cat lizard. That's something I've really been loving. I've been reading the uh, Rainwild Chronicles by Robin Hobb recently. And in that the dragons can communicate mentally, but not every human can hear it. Uh-huh. Oh, cool. So some humans are just hearing a lot of, like, animal sounds, <laughs> while other people are getting, like, beamed directly into their mind, full sentient conversation. Someone's getting telepathic growling and grunting. No, they're hearing the physical sounds. Oh, okay. Of, uh, growling. <laughs> that would be really Fuck. funny. Me in any situation. <laughs> No, so they're hearing the dragons going like, and everyone else is getting in their mind like a a tall tail or something. And it's like getting translated. So they're just seeing like, oh yeah, no, they're really good point. (laughs) These dragons would not admit anyone has a good point. Oh no, the guy's talking to them. They're far, far, far too um, prideful to to be doing that. Um, But yeah, it was just made me think of that because a bugle is about the kind of way that they would describe one of their like yeah. regular noises they like to um they hoot sometimes <laughs> they like uh they kind of howl together <laughs> Safira does a lot in this chapter Maybe boys yes she yeah. actually has stuff to do it's nice at the start of it um when she's getting healed by aragon she absolutely fucking backhands murtag <laughs> yeah <laughs> she like knocks him out yeah i mean he's all good but like Oh no, uh, I like that she she picks up like a tree branch and holds it in her mouth yeah. to bite yeah. on it. It's not a tree branch, bro. It's, it's a, a whole tree. tree. A whole tree? It's a whole tree. She and when she's shaking her head around, like, in pain, they are getting hit with clods of dirt oh, from God, the root God, system. <laughs> oh, it's so good. She's so funny. It's so funny. It smacks Murtag like, 20 feet away or something. Yeah, some he just shit. goes fucking Doof. flying. <laughs> um, I like when, like, um, Aragorn's talking <laughs> about, you know, uh, how could the king send Urgles to kill these whole villages? And she's just like, because he's evil. He's evil. Yeah. He's a bad the evil dude. king is There's, evil. Um, uh, just to quickly back on the topic of her ne- knocking him across mm-hmm. the world. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that also happens in the books I've been reading, where <laughs> this dragon's like, oh, you want to fly, huh? And smacks someone with their wing and sends them flying. <laughs> <laughs> you want to fly so bad, huh? <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> yeah, um... But yeah, the fact that Aragorn is literally going like, oh my god, how could anyone commit 
such atrocities <laughs> because he's evil. He's that is evil. the conversation we had with our flatmate a few days ago. <laughs> yeah. Oh people, God, there's evil in the world? Yeah, bro, there's evil in the world. Why Sorry. would anyone do this evil thing? It's fucking evil. <laughs> there's no good reason to do an atrocity. <laughs> I do want to know, what is the, like... What's the gain in killing that many of your own citizens with, like, no scapegoat? <laughs> They're not sa- he's not saying, like, oh, my enemies destroyed, what is it, the Ozak or whatever. It's just, like, all those villages are being ransacked for no reason, and then later he has to be like, the Urgles are cool, actually. <laughs> well, only if he tells people about the Urgles. Exactly. So, yeah, I guess he's maybe just setting them up so that people will go like, oh my god, did the Vardom do this? I think... I think that's the idea. Well, they killed everyone in that town. Yeah. If they hadn't gotten caught by Brahm and Aragorn walking through, no one would have known it was Urgles. Mm. Like, they obviously, do, obviously. I mean, unless they were, like, really looking for it, because they do have, like... They're huge and they really look footprints and shit like that, but like yeah, that but like away. that washes away. With well, but they left the all the corpses in like a giant Urgle. Oh death yeah, pile. no, with an Urgle spear. Yeah, oh, that's true. Yeah, that's giant not much Urgle death pile. There's right not a lot there. of coming back from <laughs> there. New bad name. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm not really sure what the point of his like plans are, but I think he's just an evil guy. Yeah, he's he's pretty like just evil mm. and sometimes it's okay for a bad guy to be evil yeah I think at this yeah. point in this, in this story your villain doesn't need to have complex motivations plus mm. I'm the evil emperor and I'm yeah. gonna kill people I'm yeah. wondering if because he's sending them all in the direction of the desert which is the direction we are led to believe the Varden is if he's just hoping to use all the Urkels to like you know wipe out two forces he doesn't like that much mm. like the Varden and the Urkels can just like fight yeah and then whoever's left he can send his actual soldiers in and clean up. Yeah, probably. I mean, like, I'm not sure the Urgles are going to make it across the desert, to be honest. They're from Lice World. Yeah. Well... And they have no water. From memories. (laughs) They do make it there. (laughs) Maybe they just take a really slow time. I don't think they have to go, necessarily go through the desert. It's just these guys are, like, being chased and have to go the quickest Mm, way possible. Well, I think in this chapter, Murtagh, with his political knowledge, says, um, the king doesn't have to reveal that he's doing this because he can just blame it on the elves and the Vardin. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, I don't know why he would be doing it in the first place place yeah but i think it is because he's he's severe said it's so good he's evil (laughs) he's the evil guy and he's suspicious of people i don't know why Mm -hmm. he's suspicious of die villages the the random villages (laughs) like literally animal crossing village but yeah no No. you you log into animal crossing and it's being Friday event. <laughs> the Urgles come. Yeah, they, they're implementing raids. <laughs> New patch. Yeah. Because looking, at the, looking at the map, Eragon mm-hmm. uh, and Murtag are going this, like, this way mm-hmm. to diagonally across this little chunk to get to the mounts as quickly as possible. But they wouldn't. But the Urgles could very easily just go around because yeah. they don't actually have any reason to go as quickly as they as is possible to oh, do. Oh yeah, that makes mm-hmm. sense. Because they're, the Varden is there, and that's where the Varden is. They're yeah. not really going anywhere. So the Urgals can take their time and go around, not through the desert. Because like, the Varden yeah. can't really move their base very easily. No. I got kind of scared for a second. The town that they pass is called Bullridge, and I thought I may have accidentally stolen that for D&D again, like I always do, but um, the one you guys are in at the moment is called Bullwater. Oh, <laughs> it's okay. Different. It's different. It's different. It's different. There was an incredible moment in our other campaign where we arrived at a place called called 
like um it was like literally like Kia Paravel, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was the name of the location. That's the castle from Narnia. I've and never it was read a literal, Narnia. <laughs> literal coincidence. I made it up. Kia Paravel is the castle they live in in Narnia. Yeah. <laughs> and you just you don't know Narnia. anything about Narnia. I don't know fucking nothing about Narnia. How do you Narnia? not know nothing about Narnia? You're Catholic. I didn't find it very interesting as a child. <laughs> Simply... I don't know. There An was allegory a- for <laughs> Catholicism? Yeah, I was already going to Catholic school. I don't need that lion. I didn't even know it was a fucking allegory. I Honestly, like, neither did I. Well. I just didn't find the fantasy world that interesting. I'm sorry. I find the lion, I the witch, and the wardrobe yeah, the least interesting of mm. them, personally. I would skip it on a reread. No, I didn't read Narnia because I was addicted to Deltora Quest. Oh, yeah. I love Deltora Quest. I didn't need any anything else. Redwall and Deltora Quest keep me going for years and years and years. Oh, what? didn't read all of the red wall it's yeah okay. I, I, Do you never want read <laughs> I read a lot of del toro quests and i read animals and i read a lot of long serials like that but i just also read narnia mm. i think i was a kid i had fucking time, yeah, I, had fucking time for <laughs> yeah. I don't know they were just i think i was very much like there were thin books and by the time i got around to them i was like i'm reading charlie bone i don't need oh. this <laughs> well the thing that your parents failed to do was buy you an omnibus with all of them in one big yes, book yes they did i should have had that so when I say I was skipping that book, I was skipping a big chunk of pages in the middle of a really big book. <laughs> oh, how good. I mean, I read Lord of the Rings, and those are, like, little books um, visually on the outside, oh, but the, the, the text is tiny. And I, so I remember many trying words. to read that when I was, like, 10, and I was just like, what's going on? It was so dense. It took me years. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe, like two years mm. but i had to take a two-month break in the middle of reading the two towers because i was like i physically cannot handle reading any more <laughs> to take a two-month break between each of the towers <laughs> man what were we talking stupid. about no idea um my the final, atrocities right, why, would right. anyone, why would someone do this why, why would anyone ever believe um why that the rebellion believe? did something evil Aragorn, you thought they were evil until a couple months ago. <laughs> yeah. My final note on this chapter is uh, Aragorn thinking that body of yours is insane. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's my only thought. Um, it was too um, much for me. Oh, it's just I, I don't like how it's written. I simply no. don't enjoy it. The healing's good. The healing is good, yeah. Um, I'm glad he can do it well and like consistently at this point because like if you are doing it's a story so like important. this and you don't have healing you are fucked yeah uh, using Zephyrus magic is good um, the the detail about only healing important stuff is nice mm. I want to go yeah. back to talking about like Zephyrus more in this chapter yeah please they um actually have her a scout ahead while um, Murtaugh and Aragon are just like riding around mm. so she's actually going forward and finding like the path for them which I think is really useful and like a good point to have when you've got A, a flying scout and B, a dragon. Mm-hmm. So like she's got her own autonomy and actually being useful instead of following them, she's leading. Mm. Yeah. Which is nice. Yeah. I mean she's the like by far the most powerful member of the party. Yeah. So like it, it makes sense that she's like I don't know giving that much value to the journey i guess but yeah no she's hi i love her it's proper utilization of having a dragon with yes. you right mm-hmm. it's not like here's my dm npc who's just gonna <coughs> hang out with you and do nothing yeah mm. um okay what's next chapter is the sand debacle 
That's insane. Well, first note is also down, down bad, drastic, and horny for an unconscious woman ten times his age. I just... It, he does Oh, that's something I've missed. The, back mm-hmm. in the previous chapter, Aragorn's elf facts. Yeah. That he cons- is uh, consciously like, what facts do I know about elves? <laughs> and it's <laughs> about three things. That, um, they are old. Yep. She cannot be allowed to die. They went somewhere. Wait, that's a Ferris fact, actually. <laughs> yes, yeah. Ferris has a lot of reverence for the elves. Yeah, the Ferris super pro elf. Um, <laughs> but took that one a bit away. <laughs> what Unlike me. Um, yeah, I was asked last night um, in a vulnerable state in the kitchen <laughs> at ten past eleven p.m. Whoa. to stake my to stake my position in the elf versus dwarf war. Okay, this isn't a war, by the way. Then, no, this is what sides. I was asked. <laughs> This is an entirely fabricated conflict coming straight from Nick because I don't. I love dwarves. Oh, uh, that's cool because I hate elves. I was asked my position on the Alfie Dwarf War, and I had to remain it's neutral. A it's a terrorist attack. <laughs> I I'm remaining neutral on it uh, because I simply don't consume very much high fantasy, uh, so I don't. Have, I've, I've consumed much more media with elves in it than dwarves. So I feel like that's unfair. <laughs> Maybe I'll read the dwarves after you. <laughs> What's his fucking name? Um, Tungdil. Tungdil. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll read about Tungdil. the dwarf. <laughs> Once you've finished it, and that can sway me. Um, but as of now, I am neutral. I don't. You're dwarf. like I think you're projecting, dude. I love dwarves. I like them just fine. <laughs> I think they're cool. I was asked to pick a side. I was asked to to lay down my firstborn. Um, <laughs> I just think it's fun, naturally, like, if elves and dwarves hate each other, then, like, elf fans and dwarf fans should really... Uh... You think racial conflict's cool? <laughs> <laughs> well, only within the bounds only of fantasy. Only when it's fake. <laughs> um, so, anyway, on Aragon's elf facts, the thing I wanted to point out is that no elf has been seen since the fall of the Riders... But that was only about a hundred years ago. How are there no elf facts like floating around? Yeah, maybe they were kind of secret. Someone's grandpa would have fucking could have known an elf. <laughs> also, the elves like don't really. Um, I don't know. Um, they'll all still be the same elves from the time the writers fell, yeah, right? Yeah, same dudes. Yeah, same guys. Like a hundred years is nothing. Yeah. Yeah, but it says specifically that all the elves fled, so they were not originally all living where they are currently. Yeah, that's what I they was They were thinking. living spread out and left, and it was not that long ago. <laughs> no, like a hundred years ago, what is it, 2023? Like, we know about stuff from 1923, right? Yeah. yeah. We remember well, stuff. we know about the World Wars. Yeah, well, I mean, t- we like, have that's, the internet, that's very I, guess, good, I guess. And they don't have that. Or books, really. Yeah, but that's like... Brom's the only like person going around telling stories yeah. ever. True. Hmm. Maybe there was, like, a, a big misinformation campaign about elves. You know? Yeah, but it's, that's, it's just, it's like... Okay, yeah, maybe, like, without the internet, you'd lose some knowledge. This is a different species of people who were hanging out. Yeah. yeah. You would know something. All Aragorn knows is they lived a long time, and they are gone. And some of them can use magic, which is the same Oh, yeah, but that's what Brom just told him. Yeah. <laughs> so, like... Oh, he, I guess he also... He didn't think about this in his facts, but he also knows that even, like, a baby elf could beat him in a sword fight. Yeah. And he knows what they look like, I guess. <laughs> kind of. Pointy. 
That's all he knows. If elves were like always around and they could always use magic, then why does no one in the kingdom know about them and magic at all? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, maybe Gabble Torx just has like the craziest like information suppression shit out there. Like he's just a really good. Uh, I guess it, it's it's hinted that he kind of does. Maybe. Yeah, he's doing psyops. Yeah, he's doing psyops. Anti elf psyops. Okay. <laughs> mm. um, I think what else I've gotten here is that I think, like, as, as good as Sephira is in these chapters, I kind of wish we got more from her directly. Yeah. Like, there's um, the line where he's, like, drawing the Palancar Valley, um, and and he's getting mopey about it, and <laughs> he's like, I don't want to talk about it, staving off Sephira's questions, but, like, we don't hear what those are. Yeah. And we don't, mm. like, get a lot of dialogue from her apart... We, like, hear about her actions, and we get, like, a her interjections and conversations sometimes but like the kind of casual stuff that you get from and and random conversations yeah and i think have a voice for it yeah and it it is kind of a flaw in the writing just at this point because like martag as well is just kind of floating around there yeah but like she's been around for a really long time and she just kind of seems like not like a prop or anything but she's not she doesn't feel like a main character character really yeah she's just kind of there which i don't know it's, it's a little frustrating um and i'm hoping we'll get fixed later um but yeah i just there's a there's also that um he uses this kind of work around i think a lot in in these chapters which is like they're in a chase scene and it's supposed to be kind of tense and we hear about the encounters that they have with the soldiers mm-hmm. but i feel like the they could have just simply been better chapters and like been more interesting and engaging if we'd heard if we'd seen at least one of those yeah um i don't like it just would have felt like oh shit something's really happening instead of just like a passing line where like oh they encountered a couple of soldiers Mm, yeah yeah. Mm. things could be better but it's mostly okay (laughs) yeah because like it's a chase scene and there's tension but there's not like I don't know, it doesn't feel like there's consequences yeah, to it. Yeah, it's, it's like, I feel like it's far less focused on, like you said, the consequences, like the fact that something's coming to get them and it's really, really focused on how tired they are. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, how hard it is to keep going. But it's not like, you don't get a sense of fear from them, you don't get a sense of, like, if we stop, we're actually completely fucked. You get, of. like, a little bit of urgency, but mm. not, like... I don't know, it's not directly threatening. Yeah, I just... Because they're, they're ahead enough that it's not, like, immediate danger. Mm-hmm. But then it says, like, they're only a day's ride ahead, which is... Mm-hmm. That's pretty tense. Yeah, and somehow... Uh, yeah, and it's, like, they're almost getting caught in mm. the river. Yeah. It's a little ambiguous as to, like, how close the enemy is at any time. I guess if people are, like, being deployed from towns ahead of them and, like, semi-ambushing yeah. them. Yeah. I want to know how... Ahead of them as well. yeah. yeah, I want to know how the information, like, was faster than Yeah, them. I'm interested, like, very interested. We haven't heard anything that. about, like, Pigeon Post or anything. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was thinking Pigeon Post. Uh, yeah. I can't I'm be, like, writing sure. messages. I think Brom mentioned ravens at some point. I'm mm. not sure. Yeah. It seems like in the right wheelhouse of genre mm. to have ravens. Or, like, falcons or something. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Uh, we should go back to bird messaging. Please. <laughs> Give the city pigeons a job. They'll love it. You don't think they love unemployment? <laughs> I, am, I just don't think it's fulfilling. Yeah, Haven't you been think, unemployed you for a really long time. You think people crave employment? Yes. <laughs> well, not employment. Just having something fun to do. <laughs> they like... Do you, just, do you think people dream of labour? Do you think pigeons are people? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they need to have jobs. 
Uh, maybe they'll like it. Come on. <laughs> They'll probably like living in a roostery rather than, like, above the McDonald's. <laughs> it's cold up there. Yeah, and there's all the spiky things on the sign, so yeah. they can't sit there. And if I've learned anything from the rain wilds, um, they'll fucking love getting pea meal feed. Yes. Oh, my God. The pigeon guys from that. I've loved hearing about oh that. Oh, my God. I don't want to give spoilers on in the book about this book series it's not even about our podcast and the podcast but i have an update <laughs> for you after this oh excellent i'm i'm thrilled <laughs> nice. to hear on the pigeon people who i love um i'm a big fan of uh Aragon being really really pissy and murtag basically being like fuck fuck that attitude be, be normal right now <laughs> stop <laughs> it stop it <laughs> just like hey you're not mad at me right now it's like you're, you're right. <laughs> um, I love the like as as much as I've been down talking these chapters or whatever. The trying to turn dirt into water moment, not realizing that is obviously a really bad idea, and then straight up nearly dying is so good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, before that, I want to talk about how Murtag and Aragon had the discussion about what's in every direction and saying the desert is the worst place we could go. And still decided let's to go, go to the, the desert. desert. You're going to like instantly say, like, yeah, well, it's the desert, isn't it? Yeah. Um, it's got sand. <laughs> it um, is dry. It's gorgeous. It's hot. It's irritating. Mm-hmm. It gets everywhere. He basically yeah. says that. He does basically say that. And then Murtaugh's like, it, the desert will kill you. I don't I don't want to go there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's dressed in all black. It's going to be really yeah. hot. <laughs> but yeah, Aragon is... Um, like snapping at Murtag, like, well, where are we gonna go? What are we even gonna do? And Murtag's like, if you wanna go your own way, I will not stop you. You may go. It's like, don't insult me. Your words hearten me, but they don't solve our problem. <laughs> like, really guiding him through his little He's tantrum. So yeah. <laughs> Come on. We gotta do something. We gotta do something. <laughs> and yelling at me is not that. <laughs> His little like inner monologue about how him and Martag are bonded by the like the trials of battle and shit is so cute. Yeah. <laughs> a brotherhood, you say? <laughs> we're friends. Oh, whoa. We're friends. Whoa. Whoa, whoa, a brotherhood. <laughs> Assassin's Creed. That's couldn't mean nothing. Um, There's there's a mention of the Razak with flying steeds. Oh, yeah. I want to see their beasts so bad. Yeah, we just heard about them. We haven't seen them. I think we do eventually. We do eventually, but we haven't seen them yet. Is it in this book? No, I don't think they get to Helgrim next book. Yeah. No, they definitely don't go to Helgrim in this book. Not fucking fair. Yeah. Call us evil rock. (laughs) Uh, the desert being um, too big for Aragon to picture is really good. I love that um, the desert is so big that Galbortrix can't maintain his grip on the other side of it. So even mm. though the yeah. the rider's territory extended well beyond the desert, those people have just like not been in, like captured by the the. Yeah, imagine Empire. being those. He's just like one guy. Being like under the control of these writers for ages, they go away and just nothing they happens. Get, they get killed, and there's some people like a really long way away, and you just know something's up, but they <laughs> don't come and see you. <laughs> um, so, like, guys, are we still part of that um, writer empire? So, or? Like, guys, are we independent now? Or <laughs> don't know what's going on. 
Um, I wish I'm, that were like a, that for us when when the queen died. Yeah, we were just free. Actually, we, they over. said we were going to be, and they lied. Ah. I don't think anyone said they were going to be. Maybe I just dreamed it. <laughs> a beautiful dream. It would have been sweet, but I don't think anyone ever said that was going to happen. <laughs> Tragically. Irish moment. Whatever. I fucking hate that match. Um, um, but you're back on the water transmuting thing. Mm-hmm. He's sitting there completely still, and inside his mind, he's like, "Fuck! I can't stop the spell. I'm dying. I'm dying right now. I am passing away, and there's nothing he can do." And then, then there's like a little change of a thimble, like, and he's too weak to pick it up and drink it. <laughs> the fact that he doesn't just collapse is insane. I love this though. Like the the. It's really scary, right? Yeah. I think Zephyr should be a lot more pissed off because Aragorn's yeah, sitting there, like, died. having a fucking meltdown quietly. It's like, if he dies, you die. Yeah. Yeah. He, he nearly killed, killed you, you Yeah. Um, but, like... Murtog would be pissed. Just, like, they both just dropped me. <laughs> not dead in here. Still look after this unconscious elf. Like, guys. 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 <laughs> oh, my God. But, you know, it's, like, it's, it's good set up for, like... Because he's done magic that's knocked him out before. Yeah. But he's never done, like, a long spell that is clearly out of his, like... And realized. Yeah. And, and, at that and, moment of realization. And gone, like, oh, fuck. Like, I could really die here. Which is, like, I don't know. I think it was really good. Yeah, I think good. the section's really good. Mm. And also very funny. You are so stupid. Mm. Uh, I looked think at this the, would work? In the glossary to Ooh. see what the spell actually was. And, um... Was it dirt water? No, it is change earth. Come on. That's so vague. You fucking idiot. (laughs) Are you stupid? (laughs) That could... That should have killed him. Yeah, it should have killed him. No, it's Moy. Earth. Change. You're giving it a command? Wow. I love us sitting around here like seasoned ancient language scholars like (laughs) foolish young men. Ah, young fool. If only you had studied chemistry, you would understand. (laughs) He should have at least said like fucking dark to water or something. The energy release from that alone surely <laughs> should have blown them up. Imagine um, transmutation, but like with naming language. It's very cool. Imagine dragons? Imagine dragons, if only. I like when they just, they discuss um, dragon magic again a bit mm. about how things just kind of happen around. That's one of my favorite dragon lore things, and mm. like all in like in a whole bunch of different fantasy properties. It's just like. Things change, or things change around dragons. People change around dragons, and it just happens. Mm. And I love it. With yeah. Just like innate magic. Yeah. Mm, her having like, and they no just have an effect, like well. a, an uncontrolled effect over the things around them. Yeah, it's cool. They're big magic creatures, and they deserve to. I don't know. Change everything. Yeah. Emit <laughs> beams that take effect. You know. <laughs> Right, so uh, water from Earth. They get some water from Earth. What do we get in the Ramarada? Then they they reach the river and have their stew. They have their plan. The oh horse god! Situation. The horse Those situation. Horses, horses can and will die of fear. Yeah, easily <laughs> and happily. Mm. They fun. love it. <laughs> Frequently, just for no reason, they're like, I, I'm a bit I'm scared. scared. <laughs> they pass yeah. away. Yeah, Tormek should be dead. They have 100%. the solution to um to hold the elf by strapping her to Sephira's stomach. So undignified. undignified. She's facing down she's as facing well. Down. She wakes up. Like, it's going to be horrible. Why would you do that? You're in a like, 
month-long medical coma and you wake up and you're strapped to the back bottom of an aeroplane? Like, why would you do this to <laughs> no her? Like, she, like, at least the other way around, you, you can, can see scales. You yeah. can And we'll be like, okay, dragon. Saddle sores. <laughs> like, <laughs> fine. Yeah. You're going to inflict most of them. Instantly dies of shock. I mean, like, it is a waste of energy to think healing them if you could prevent them, but holy shit, if she wakes up. <laughs> Which you're hoping she does. What if she wakes up when you're carrying the horses? What the fuck is going on? And she got untied before they carried the of horses. Of course. And untied her on the other side, so yeah, that yeah. Severe would have an easier time carrying the horses. Yeah, I guess, did we say that in the... In the summary, the plan is. I did say yeah, that. Yeah, the yeah, plan yeah. is that they can fucking pick the horses up and fly them over. Um, I did the math, by the way. The um, river is. It said half a mile. That's an eight hundred meter across mm. river, which is like pretty big. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> those poor beefs. Oh poor my god. Things. They've already. And they're having like big ass claws on mm-hmm. their under. That oh, yeah, I know we put the little saddle blanket there, but like. Horses are just like a big bag of gut. <laughs> They're gonna hurt him very bad. Uh, they mentioned first before this for a few days. Um, Erikon and Murtag speed through the land, drove the horses as like hard as they could. Yeah, without killing them. Without killing them. Don't worry, we know exactly how much they can take. <laughs> we asked. Sometimes they rest. Um, sometimes they dismounted and ran on foot. <laughs> <laughs> That's stupid. Bro, I'm just stop, right? Just, just stop. stop. Just rest. You're not covering any more ground. <laughs> also, like, what do you mean you're running? Like, getting off and walking next to the horse? Yeah, that makes sense. Give it a little break. Walking is very energy efficient for a horse and for a human. Running next to the fucking horse. Are you serious? The horse is at a canter. You are unconscious. <laughs> You're desperately flopping and screaming and sprinting. Like, <laughs> it's like, like j- just get back on the horse. I it's not worth Aragorn it. Aragorn can probably run for a while. He's very, like, physically fit or whatever. Yeah. You think Murtag can, like, long distance I, sprint? Had an I don't awful think time, either think. of them are runners. No. They're sword guys. They're, like, they're hunters. Not... They're walkers. They are. We saw in physical 100 what happens when you put a guy who runs in the running zone <laughs> guy who does not run in the running zone it's fucking bad i don't Evil think they could do it i don't think they're as fit as that crossfit guy no. and he could only run for like 20 minutes <laughs> God, that was insane no i don't know why they did that that was batch <laughs> yeah um also uh they cover 16 leagues on one in one day and that's 88 kilometers that's a hard that's day. A hard that's a hard day. That's a long that's ride. That's doable, but it's a hard day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think in. Oh, no, it's in Miles. Don't worry. I was going to say something about the fast movement in D&D, but it's like, yeah. I'm not doing that conversion, I'm not doing that maths, and Miles is a fake measurement. So, like... Well, and that, and that maths isn't real anyway. Fathoms or whatever. Yeah. Fathoms? Or whatever. <laughs> what even was We're it? Borrowing How far did the they go? 16 <laughs> leagues. I don't even know what a league is. Is a nautical league different from... Yeah, a yeah, nautical mile is different from... Yeah, because when I googled it to like do the maths, it only came well. up with... Well, don't say something like that. Yeah. Is that like a sausage? Uh, a furlong is like a fourth of a mile. <laughs> They're just saying whatever the fuck. Oh my god, you Maybe can it's just a say whatever. Just standardise your measurements, please. Just use base 10. Just join in, guys. You have 10 fingers, do you not? <laughs> anyway. 
fuck, fuck Fahrenheit or whatever. Is that the measurement system? Imperial. Imperial. How are you guys unironically using a measurement system called Imperial? <laughs> when you seceded from the Empire. Come on. We're still the in there American and we don't Empire. use it. Oh, you're right. Um, yeah, insane to carry these horses. And also, horses are so heavy. Yes. Oh my These god. These are war horses. Yeah. 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 Tornak is a war horse. Sephira calls him Murtag's silly animal. <laughs> so, Murtag's silly animal is in hysterics. Yeah. Poor Tornak. Tornak got lifted up by a horrific beast that he's been kind of scared of, but like accepting for a wee while. Grabbed with claws around his underbelly and lifted from the ground. And she's like, ugh. And he wants to run away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a bit scared. Oh, and then Murtag has to tie him down to yeah. stop him from yeah. He's had a bad day. This is like... You, this horse could break a leg at like 7,000 different points in that. And that's a death sentence for a horse. That If your it's horse breaks over. a leg, it just never it will heal yeah. right. They're too heavy. <laughs> Tornak, you're our strongest soldier. He is is the strongest soldier in the world. The fact that they just like... I feel like Aragorn is kind of um, doing a little bit of saving face for Snowfire as well. I do not think Snowfire was as cool with it as Aragorn kind of (laughs) wants you to believe. I think he was way less okay with that. Uh, I see Aragorn tries to uh, calm Tornak uh, psychically, but it's too late. It's he's already happening. He's, like, he's foaming in the mouth. He's freaking the fuck out. And then when they get over there, they're like, yes, and they rested until the horses were calm. What, like six days? Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, Tornak screamed in terror, kicking and tossing. It was a terrible sound, like screeching metal. If your horse is that scared, he's killed he's himself. It's, yeah, it's over. It's over. It's just bad. It's a bad plan. And like, Imagine if Sephira is like halfway over the river and just, just it, it and just stops. And the thing about it also, yes, yeah, is also they said quite clearly, Sephira can't just carry the elf in her claws because it would be too dangerous to land. How was it less dangerous to land with a the horse in her claws? <laughs> Yeah, maybe she just like deployed them from a height and they Whatever. were okay. <laughs> <laughs> that not be okay. She's jealous and she just kills them. <laughs> them. Drowns them in the fucking river. I think she hates no less than fucking Cadoc. She hated him. <laughs> she was so jealous of Cadoc. I loved him so, but she hated him. <laughs> she hated his ass to the wind. So stupid. Um, my favorite, I think, my final little favorite detail, my final message. Um, I loved the, the the detail about giving the Morning Star a name. I thought that was so mm-hmm. cute. Mm. Just like it's little world building stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like that they were like falling asleep and like. The, the, those guys cannot cross the river anywhere near you. You can get at least one night's sleep. Yeah. You do not need to be falling asleep in the saddle, both of you at the same time. <laughs> Give your horses a rest at least. Yeah, like, see, this is the beginning of the section. The start! <laughs> this is the beginning of the section in which their horses should be died. No. Is these this, this like, last oh, chapter, this and then, like, it continues a bit, the it's, situation. It keep happening. These, these horses... We need to call the SPCA. Yeah, these horses need rehomed, like, stat. It's bad. <laughs> they need to go hang out with Nigella. Yeah, I was trying to be a um, map guy in this I chapter. I think Nigella got adopted, by the way. Yes. Everyone, um... Please applaud and clap for the very old horse named Nigella who has been adopted. Yes. <laughs> uh, in this chapter, there's a description of like where they are compared 
to the Rama River. It's like it's to the left and also to the right. Yeah, we're in this little bend down here. Yeah, yeah. I was like so confused looking way. at it. Like where the fuck is Holy this? Holy shit! They got the fuck out of Galee. <laughs> yeah. Quick. Did they yeah. pass Bullridge? Yeah, they yeah. skirted yeah. around it in the middle of the night. Yeah. <laughs> they. Didn't it take them a month to get from Dress Leona to Galeed? Yeah, but Aragorn said they were going slowly because he had broken ribs. Yeah, so they fucking boosted it. It's been like a week. He couldn't go very fast because of the agonies. Mm, I see that. Um, But yeah, I'm looking at the chapter list here, and I think that we are are definitely in the desert. It may not be that long in page-wise, we are definitely in the desert for another couple chapters. Um, but I don't think that, that we get to their locate the location they are heading to for four or five more chapters, and they're on horseback that whole time. Guys, yeah. <laughs> right. So I'm I'm on summary next. Oh yeah. Do we have episode, any? Does anybody have any final words? Final no, decisions? No, I think that's I don't me. Think so. Mm. so how could they possibly do that to these beasts? Is all I will say. Yeah, we're gonna talk about the Hadarak Desert because the last line of this is they had reached the Hadarak Desert. And then the next chapter is called the Hadarak Desert. No way. <laughs> Oh, then we've got a path revealed and a clash of wills. Ooh. Yeah, this is a this is a pretty small chunk. It's like yeah, it should just be over ten pages. Should be some yeah. stuff to find out about. Mm. Well, I'm excited for the path to be revealed. Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, we're getting to like the very good bit in yeah. like two or three chunks. Like what? Oh no, the next. It's chunk not. Is like, yeah, it's not yeah. very much longer. I mean, we're the other good to... bits behind us. Um, you know, where Brom dies, <laughs> <Yeah>. but. <laughs> What have we got? Like one, two, three, one. Guys, we have like five episodes left. Nice. We better keep going then, huh? We better somehow find three copies of Eldest. You don't have it? Not on me. Uh, I got it upstairs. Yeah, I got it too. Yeah. I mean, one copy of Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've got too many Red Bull books on my shelf. I'm cluttering my shit up. Yeah, independently, yeah. Um, um, Sean and I, I went have... home and grabbed our oh, yeah, like, I'm going home other copies. Yeah, 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 you're going home. Yeah, like, I have a dedicated it. shelf on my bookshelf for dragon books. <laughs> Sick. So, unfortunately, my dragon-shaped lamp does not fit on that oh, shelf. It's, it's on a different shelf. Do you think we could add a picture of that to the show notes? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I don't really know... Surely we can post it on our website some or like our Twitter, Twitter and link yeah. it. On your Twitter. The, link it in the I'm putting it on my Twitter. I'm putting it on the <laughs> yeah, that's our Twitter. official Twitter. And we that's can link I mean. it in the show notes. Yeah, we'll we'll post a pic as one of the greatest pieces of furniture, decor of all time. It's one of the best Facebook marketplace finds I have ever. I yes. found it on Trade Me. <laughs> was it on Trade Me? It was on Trade Me. Oh yeah, because I was texting that woman. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, for all of you international listeners, trade me is um it's cra- eBay, eBay for, for New Zealand. Yeah, pretty much. It's okay. It has some good lamps on there quite frequently. If you mm-hmm. want some lamps from a distant country. <laughs> all right. Who's on summer next week? Uh, I will be. Awesome. Yeah, well, we just said that. Yeah, we just yeah. said that. Sorry, I forgot. All right. <laughs> All right, right. like Um, and subscribe. Like and subscribe. (laughs) You can find us um, on Tumblr, Twitter, and Reddit uh, under E is for Dragon. Um, You should post on the Tumblr. We should post on the Tumblr, yeah. Um, I revlogged some dragon pictures at some point, but I haven't done it in like a few weeks or months, maybe. We'll get back into it. We'll post some more dragon pics if you want to follow it. Um, Yeah, just give us a give us a review. Give us a like on. we're not on Patreon yet, but we might be. Can you like things on podcast apps? 
I don't know. Well, you can, know. you can get... you can subscribe to us on like Apple Music and uh, oh, and Spotify. Spotify and stuff. That'd be yeah, sick. you can subscribe. You can give us a rating if you'd like. We if have you're still listening to this, right I have now. no idea where you're listening from because I think mostly the US. Yeah. and someone in Argentina. Oh, I haven't been looking at country analytics. People are mostly listening via Apple Podcasts. Yeah, so it's mostly talking um, platform. Mm. <laughs> please rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts. I don't know. I don't have an iPhone, so I don't know how it works. But, but if you're on <laughs> episode twelve and you're not subscribed yet then go ahead and do that now yeah <laughs> what yeah, are you doing it's easy <laughs> it's super easy all right yeah and we'll um i guess we'll see you next week this has been ears for dragon and thank you guys so much for listening